0: Get actionable tips and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shergumina and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Hey, Money Bosses. Anna is here and welcome back to the Money Boss Podcast. Today, I want to talk about five stocks we bought in Liam's custodial account. Now, for those of you tuning in for the first time, I did a whole series on what type of accounts you might wanna open for your kids if you're planning to teach them valuable money lessons, if you're planning to save additional funds for them. So go back and look at a couple of episodes not too far back. But the one that I'm referencing today um, is episode 110 titled, Should you open a savings account or custodial account for your child? So to follow up on that, conversation once you decide that that's an appropriate route you'll have to make a decision what are you going to invest and so that's where Yuri and I were at the crossroads Um, one day we were talking about look we have started a 529 plan and and that's going well we have been investing for over two and a half years and what else can we do like what are some of the other ideas so we started a custodial account for Liam and The idea behind it is is really simple. I was kind of excited because I get to deal with clients and work with clients and have for the last 15 years on the receiving end, right? When they show up at my doors wanting help with advice and recommendations. And I've seen families who've done really great steps in educating their younger generation about many lessons and, and everything that comes with it. And I've seen clients Who have inherited right or became actual owners of these custodial accounts once they become of of age usually it's 18. and so kind of all of these pieces together i was like wow okay this is a great option and liam can totally take over this account when he turns 18. but i also thought well i mean it's a long time away and i think at some point I have to figure out when exactly we can really start to, to introduce these concepts, but certainly not at the current age of two and a half. But sometime soon, I want to start exposing him to really getting his feet wet and in, in understanding how uh, investing works and all of the things that come with it. So, why not kind of start with some cool stuff that you can get kids excited about? So, that's where I, the stocks. Uh, that I'm going to discuss with you today really came in. And I'm typically not a stock picker. I don't pick stocks. That's not what I do for clients at Main Street. Um, that's just, you know, not a, has not been of interest for me professionally and personally. But I just really got excited. And so the whole idea behind these five stocks that we decided to invest in his account is more about educational reasons than... Uh, well, of course, there's thoughts around, you know, these stocks have done really tremendously well and they have history behind it and all the metrics. Um, and that's great. That also checks off the box. But I wanted to have something cool. I wanted to have something exciting for him where not only he can be intrigued and and wanted to spend time studying and understanding and, and being proud of, you know, of, of, of stocks that he owns, but also something he can actually experience. So that's why... I went for the actual stocks. You can do just fine with picking s and p five hundred index, right? Something more broad in general where you get exposure to a lot of different stocks and so that's my rationale. You may have something different for your family, um and that's totally okay as well. If you feel like this is over your head, then opening opening up a savings account might actually work just well. so here. I guess i think you're still listening you may want to know what we've actually decided so here are my five stocks okay all right of course you have to start with disney like that's the that's the one stock i've been thinking about this for a long time even i think before liam was born and we've seen this you know as adults like when you actually like gift a share of disney stock and you put it in this nice looking frame and so um, I didn't get any frames. The stock is <laughs> is in his custodial account, but that's um, that's the idea. So, I mean, who doesn't love Disney, right? Like, that's the number one thing that um, every kid is going to be excited about. And I know that last year for everything has been really crazy. And actually, interesting fact about Disney that they have reported a loss for the first time in 40 years for fiscal year 2020 because all the parks were closed, right? And they couldn't... They couldn't operate at full capacity. But, you know, who cares? Your kids still still love Disney just like, just like investors do. And um, it's interesting to look back to that the, the shares of Disney stock were trading at record hard prices in December of last year. So go figure. But I think the lesson here is what we always talk a lot about in investing conversations is diversification lessons right maybe you couldn't visit actually disney park you know for uh for all last year right or you couldn't go on a disney cruise but if you've gotten a disney plus subscription last year you had a ton of opportunities to enjoy the movies they reported like 70 plus million in subscribers which is insane so as you start to kind of build that little nest egg for your for your child that is one stock i am really more interested passionately and of course right from all the the financial uh, perspectives okay so number two is mcdonald's now i know liam is too young for this too he hasn't tried mcdonald's yet we're going to try to wait on that um, opportunity but that is one of the classic stocks to consider as well and um of course in 2020 they had a everybody had a rough patch but it's it's one of those lessons too right and there's tons of movies and stories and and the whole history right behind McDonald's empire and again I want to teach Liam lessons so when when he does get a hold of this account right or when he starts to learn this is what I you know these are the stories I want to tell him this is why it makes sense right this is what you should be thinking about so I want to teach him lessons about income generating assets, right? And how the company started and how how it still pays a pretty good dividend, uh, current about 2.2%. And so they've been around for 42, 44 years. So that's my, that's my pick number two. Number three is Coca-Cola. And um, you may think that I drink uh, Coca-Cola and eat McDonald's all day long. Actually, I don't. Um, I don't drink any soda. Um, I only drink water and wine and coffee. <laughs> Those are my drinks of choices. But these are some of the interesting companies that uh, you should consider owning. So, But did, did you know that Coca-Cola is actually um, a, the world's largest beverage company? And it's it's like a conglomerate of a lot of different uh, uh, non alcoholic beverages, sp- sparkling drinks, like still water, juices, coffee, so they own a lot of different Um, Brands underneath of it and so they are really kid friendly right because soon enough he'll be able to uh, recognize you see it everywhere and possibly drink it and so again this is like one of those classic stocks that you want to own I want to own in his portfolio okay two more to go so guess what is still on my list and I'm going to leave the last one uh, one of the ones that I'm most excited about uh, is for the last. But number four is Google or Alphabet is its actual parent company, right? We're just a subsidiary of Google. And so of course we all know that it's the world's leading search engine, right? So everybody uses Google wherever you are in the world. But what's interesting enough too is that there are actually two leading search engines. So it's Google and it's YouTube. And so as I was kind of preparing for this conversation with you today, I was like, oh, my God, do you know how much time we actually spend on YouTube? Or Liam particularly in terms of like watching, um, you know, his cartoons and all the shows that he likes to watch. And it's YouTube. YouTube. So it is something that he understands really well how to find on my phone or on the iPad. You know, exactly what the little YouTube app looks like. And so this is kind of cool, right? Once he's older, a little older, to understand that there's so much power behind it, I think it's also um, cool to own in his portfolio. So um, that's the story behind Google. And then last but not least is Apple. I am personally a a big fan of Apple um, as a company. Big fan of Apple as a um, as as an actual stock. So it's, it's interesting. I wish I w- would have been an owner of the stock when they IPO'd in 1980, but um, I wasn't even born then, so there. Uh, but Warren Buffett, I, I wanted to quote this uh, because I think it's, it, it's relevant to everything. It's relevant to an entire investing conversation, but um, here uh, particularly. And he says, it's far better to buy a wonderful company at a fair price than a fair company at a wonderful price. So um, I would probably ignore what everyone thinks that Apple is overvalued or it's undervalued today. Think about what Apple shares and all of the shares of the stocks I talked about and, and anything else you're passionate about. I, I think that's the lesson today is, what are you passionate about? What do you want? What's, what kind of legacy and lessons you wanna teach your kids? So think about shares of Apple stock today. What would they look like in 2060, right? Or 15 years from now. So there, Um, I know that dividends will keep on paying and we can save some money for the next um, iPhone 12 uh, or 15, right, whenever it comes out next. So there you have it, friends. These are my ideas and what we actually implemented in Liam's custodial account. I think it's definitely just a start. And we're gonna build up more on that, but I am excited. Um, I'm excited to be that kid again. So, in case you couldn't tell, now I wanted to make sure that you understood that this is this information is for educational purposes only, and you definitely should consult with a financial professional because these choices were appropriate uh, for for my family. They're ideal for what where we stand, and for the risk tolerance right and risk and reward that we're willing to accept they might not be appropriate for you so please proceed with caution let me know if you have started a custodial account or any type of account for your kids and what you're doing there Uh, i always appreciate listening and hearing from your uh, for your comments also Thanks again for tuning in today. Please don't forget to leave a review. Go on iTunes and let us know what you think. I always love, love to hear your comments. And until next time, remember, you are the bosses of your own money. Hey, Money Boss. Thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone, Uh, So don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio. And if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and, of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your life.